You're listening to episode 29 of the Curiosity Club podcast. Welcome to the Curiosity Club podcast, a safe place to get your weekly dose of life lessons, helping you let go of fear, overwhelm and insecurities. I'm your host, Katri Barrett, and with each episode, I share my insights and practical skills for you to unlock your full potential. Live and work confidently. Be courageous. Be curious. Because life's too short to keep holding yourself back. Hi, everyone. I can't quite believe it, but here we are in August. I hope you're all having a fantastic summer. It certainly has been a very, very good yet busy one for me this year. As you know, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I recently launched my new online program, The Change Course. We're now in the last couple of weeks of this and it has been amazing so far. I've had such a wonderful group of women taking part who have been putting in the work and showing up each week to overcome the mindsets, habits and beliefs that have been keeping themselves stuck up until this point. It really is so inspiring to see them all taking action towards their goals each day and putting themselves out there in ways they haven't had the courage to do so before. I will be running the course again next year, so if you missed out this time, be sure to sign up to my mailing list. I'll leave the link in the show notes of this episode. Today, I want to talk to you about boundaries. We're going to be exploring what they actually are, what happens when you don't have boundaries, and how you can go about defining and setting them for yourself. To have set ourselves personal boundaries means that we have defined a clear set of rules and limits for ourselves and others. And these act as guidelines for us within different areas of our lives. For example, People have boundaries and guidelines they set for their personal space, how close they want people to come to them, for their possessions, how they want people to use their belongings, for their time and energy, how they want to spend their time and what they give their energy to, their sexuality, so boundaries in the bedroom, who they have sex with and how. You can also set yourself guidelines for feeling and thinking, You might put limits on things that make you feel certain emotions, or you might have boundaries to help keep you thinking, keep your thinking and your mindset on track so that you stay aligned with your goals. Although they can sometimes be challenging to define, to navigate, navigate and communicate, these guidelines are not only essential for our health, well-being and happiness, but also for our safety. When you're able to be assertive and to express what you want and what you don't want from a certain situations and people, there are no grey areas. Therefore, you minimise any chances of misunderstanding. Now, I do feel like the term boundary can be a little bit misleading because it sounds very definitive and could be misunderstood for meaning that you're keeping yourself separate from others or events. But boundaries aren't about building walls with barbed wire fences on top to keep yourself safe from the outside world. Think of it more like an invisible and permeable bubble that you create to surround yourself. 
It's up to you what you allowed through the bubble and what you allowed out of the bubble. And it's flexible. A healthy boundary means that they're not set in stone. They want to be malleable and regularly reassessed because our lives and ourselves are ever evolving. Therefore, our boundaries need to keep up with the times. The issue is that for most people, their boundaries are too flexible and they find themselves putting the needs of others before their own. This is something I see all too often with the women I coach one-to-one. Setting boundaries for yourself and honouring them enables you to take charge of your life. One of the most fundamental human needs is that of autonomy, to be in control of our lives and the captain of our own ships. When you don't have clear boundaries defined, you end up living your life on other people's terms, working in ways that aren't aligned with your ethics, doing things sexually with a partner that you're not comfortable with, and committing to so many social events you feel exhausted. Whereas knowing your limits and being able to communicate them allows you to assert yourself with your colleagues, your partner, friends and family members. This enables us to let those around us know where that invisible line is that we don't want them to cross. And it also means that you have a clear understanding of how you respond when someone does behave in a way that oversteps the mark. Yourself included in this, because sometimes it's boundaries we need to set for ourselves. Going to bed at certain times, because when we go to bed late, being tired means we get more stressed. Or boundaries about how much and when you share on social media, because you often wake up with the fear and regrets having overshared in a drunken rant the night before. There are some telltale signs that you are currently living in a way that is pushing you beyond your limits and that you could do with defining some clear boundaries for yourself. I see these various symptoms of lack of boundaries coming up with my coaching clients, but one of the most common ways I see it displaying itself is in the form of people-pleasing. I like to refer to this as the disease to please. When you constantly put other people's needs before your own, you find yourself in situations that make you feel uncomfortable or where you're sacrificing doing something that is really important to you. This ends up making you feel unfulfilled. It can leave you feeling restless and often drains your energy because you're not living in a way that is aligned with your values. You're not living life on your terms. One client I worked on boundaries with recently was a chronic avoider of conflict. She would do anything to ensure that she she never had to deal with anyone else's emotions that she deemed to be negative. The issue was that that included a lot of emotions that weren't ever actually directed at her. She was so worried about upsetting people that she ended up being bullied by a colleague because she wasn't able to stand up for herself or to speak her mind. Understandably so, this damaged her self-esteem and left her completely physically and emotionally drained. I also used to be a big people pleaser. 
I am a lot better than I used to be as I have now set myself boundaries and I live by these. But I do still have to continuously work on avoiding that conflict. I used to never tell people when they had upset me, when they'd annoyed me, or I would never even tell them if my opinion was different to theirs. I worried that that would cause conflict. My belief system was such that I took everything personally. If someone was annoyed or hurt, then I must have done something wrong. I know that so many women feel the same. We tend to be very empathetic creatures. And when this is accompanied with boundaries, that can be a hugely positive attribute. But without limits, it means you can fall into unhealthy people pleasing. The truth is, no matter what other people think or feel, it doesn't actually have anything to do with you. It's everything to do with them. It doesn't mean that you're lacking something, that you're bad or that you've done anything wrong. No matter how hard we might try, we can never control other people. You will just exhaust yourself trying and end up living your life on someone else's terms. And babe, life is way too short for that. What happens when you're stuck in these people-pleasing patterns and avoiding telling people when they've annoyed or upset you is you end up holding on to things for much longer than necessary. And that can be toxic. You hold on to grudges. You allow frustrations to boil beneath the surface. You miss out on potentially clearing up a miscommunication because often the way we have perceived things isn't actually how the person intended it. By setting ourselves boundaries, we are better able to to communicate with others, clear up any misunderstandings and let go of things that have happened in the past so that we're not holding on to lots of negativity in this way. We can literally make ourselves ill from harbouring all of these things for extended periods of time. Being self-employed means that where I spend my time and energy is entirely up to me. Whilst this is great and it is what I love about it, before I set myself some boundaries, I found myself procrastinating a lot, being overly stressed by my to-do list and very exhausted because I was trying to fit way too much in. Eventually, I realised I needed to make some clear definitions and I set myself the boundaries of not booking in social events more than two or three times a week. And that I need at least one day a week that I have to myself. You see, I am an introverted extrovert. And whilst I love socialising, I do also find it very draining. So it's really important to me that I have time to myself each week where I recharge and recalibrate. To me, I define that time as pottering about. Pottering about at home, pottering about in the garden, and within my little pocket of South London. To me, pottering is about not having any plans. So not having to get on public transport and just doing whatever I feel like doing in that moment. If I don't get that day of pottering at least one day a week, that is when things shift out of balance for me and I'm not able to feel or perform at my best. Of course, there are times when that one day just isn't possible. Like I said, the boundaries we set ourselves need to be flexible. 
That has been the case for me recently, with some big social events I couldn't and wouldn't have wanted to miss, along with my online course being live at the moment and everything else I have to do with the rest of my coaching business and one-to-one clients, it has meant that the last few weeks I haven't been able to, to take that day. As I know, this is only temporary. The course, course ends in a few weeks' time um, and I know that this, this isn't that I'm being too flexible with my boundaries. In order to maintain a little bit of balance, I'm giving myself little pockets of pottering about throughout my week and prioritising an hour here and an hour there rather than a whole day. That's how we maintain that flexibility but without sacrificing our boundaries. If you find yourself struggling to speak your mind, finding your diary full of things you don't really want to do and tolerating a lot of crap from other people, then it sounds like you could do with defining and setting some healthy boundaries. The first step to doing this is to acknowledge where you're currently lacking them. You can do this by thinking about what areas of your life are you presently feeling stressed and uncomfortable in. Is your workload currently feeling so overwhelming it's affecting your mental health? If so, you could do with setting some professional boundaries. Do you feel pulled between your partner and your friends without having any time for yourself? If so, then setting some romantic boundaries could be beneficial to you. Maybe a particular friend has a tendency of overstepping the mark and you could do with asserting yourself with them more. Like I said before, it might be that you need to set yourself boundaries about, say, when you go to bed, the food you eat and how you portray yourself to others. Once you've become clear on where you could do with creating some guidelines for yourself and others, you need to then define where it is you stand within that area. To do this, you need to develop your self-awareness so you can begin to notice when certain situations or people trigger difficult emotions within you. Without thinking about anybody else, define what it is that you can tolerate and accept and what you can't. What is it that makes you feel strained and uncomfortable? And what is it that makes you feel energised and good? Within a professional realm, it might be that you can tolerate receiving work emails until 8pm during the week. But when you're getting requests at midnight and over the weekends, you feel overwhelmed because you can't get the time to switch off. In your romantic relationship, maybe the fact that your partner expects to see you every evening stresses you out and that you need that one night to yourself a week and one night seeing friends? Does your partner read your messages over your shoulder and this feels intrusive and annoying? Acknowledge where your buttons are currently being pressed within your life and write down what you can tolerate within that area and what you can't. If you find knowing what is important to you difficult, then a really good starting point for you would be to clearly define your values as a person. Your values are the set of guidelines that you want to live your life by and therefore having these articulated for yourself makes it a lot easier to then create boundaries from them. I have a great exercise for doing this that you can download for free in the resources section of my website. I'll leave the link in the show notes or you can head to www.catrybarrett.com.
Once you've defined exactly what your limits are, depending on what they're for, you might need to communicate them to other people. For lots of individuals, this is part, this is the part that can be most scary. And there are ways of doing so that are much more effective than others. It's important to use language that is assertive and clearly states your needs and desires, but that isn't blaming or aggressive towards the recipient. Some good examples of ineffectively communicating boundaries are to snap at your partner that you need alone time or to cancel plans with a friend just saying that you're too busy. A good way to assert your needs clearly and confidently and in a way that shows they are non-negotiable is to use an I statement. In an I statement, you say what you feel, when you feel it, why you feel it and what it is that you need in order to overcome this. For example, I feel overwhelmed and anxious when I receive work emails at the weekend because I then prioritise these over my self-care and downtime with friends and family. What I need is to be available via email until 9pm Monday to Friday and only between 3 to 4pm on Sundays in order to prepare for the following week. Other than that, I am going to put an out-of-office response on my emails so that I can be fully present and get the downtime I need at the weekends and in my evenings. Or perhaps, I feel stressed when I don't get any time to myself because I'm either with you or seeing friends. I need to have one night a week that I'm in my own space by myself so that I can get all my life admin done read my book and binge watch the Netflix shows I enjoy. An I statement is about you, not the other person and their involvement in the situation. And it's really important to think about that. You need to, when you're trying to effectively communicate your boundaries with other people, it needs to come from you and not let the other person feel like you're blaming them. Whilst you can never control how someone else is going to react, when you use I statements like this, you're not assigning any blame to anyone else. You're not saying, I feel like this because you've done this. You're simply conveying your needs. If and when people do react badly to you setting boundaries, having your values clearly defined can help you stand confidently by them. In times like these, you need to remind yourself of your why. Why are these boundaries important to you? How does it make you feel when when you don't have them? And what will it give you when you do? Ultimately, there are always going to be some people who do react badly. But it doesn't say anything about you personally. It just highlights that they have their own stuff going on and could probably do with setting their own boundaries. The last step to setting boundaries is to give yourself permission. Learning to say no and putting yourself first is the biggest act of self-care that you can do. Looking after yourself does not mean that you are being selfish. Far from it. 
If you are honoring your feelings and desires, then you are going to be on top form and the ultimate version of yourself, right? And think how that benefits those around you. Think how you'll be able to show up to your job, show up for your partner, show up for your friends if you feel happy, confident, joyful and excited about life. When you don't have boundaries and when you're feeling depleted, frustrated and burnt out, how do you show up for people then? Remind yourself of your values to help with this and to help make any decisions. Remember that you can still care about a friend and not go to their party. You can still love your partner and want to spend time alone. You can desperately want to watch the season finale on Netflix, but save it for another day because it's already past your curfew. There are lots of things that can get in the way of us being able to stand confidently in our own beliefs and assert our needs to those around us which is why it is so important to seek support when you need it. For you, that might mean having a friend or a sibling who helps you highlight where you could do with setting yourself limits and who you talk through any hurdles with. If you find yourself consistently people-pleasing to the detriment of your physical, emotional and mental health, then perhaps you need the support from a professional like a life coach. It's also important to start small. Maybe set little boundaries for yourself to start with, like turning your phone on airplane mode or setting that out-of-office email response or perhaps going to bed at a certain time. When you achieve the little things, you feel good and it motivates you to do the bigger, more challenging ones. As with anything, setting healthy boundaries takes practice part of it is trial and error maybe you set yourself a boundary and then realize you still don't feel as good as you thought or maybe you need to then adjust it again be kind to yourself if you don't achieve the boundary straight away by simply listening to this podcast you are showing a huge amount of commitment to yourself and living life on your terms get to know yourself more Remind yourself of your why and focus on what makes you feel good. By doing so, you're going to inspire others around you to follow suit. If you found this episode helpful, then be sure to leave a rating and review telling me what resonated with you most. It helps other people find the podcast who would also benefit from hearing the same things. Be sure to come and find me over on Instagram at Katri Barrett and let's connect over there. Until next time, stay curious.